Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the debut of the DAZN Boxing Show podcast. I'm Ak, joined by my partner, Barack the Boxing Bully. Every week, we'll be dropping a new episode discussing all things boxing, the latest news, matchups, and all the drama. We'll also be chopping it up with some of the biggest names in the game, as well as exclusive interviews with big fight fans, special guests across other sports, entertainment, and beyond. Week in, week out, and available everywhere worldwide. This is the DAZN Boxing Show podcast. Got a nice show lined up for you today. Listen, uh, Barack, we're going to talk KSI. The Zone X Series premieres this Saturday on the 27th, but right. we have to talk to our guy, Tony, man, Mr. Bellew himself. You know he's British. You know how much he cares about AJ. I know yes. he has a lot to say about this fight. And Got a lot happened. of insight. Got a That's lot right. of insight. And what happened after the fight. Look, here's a guy that talks to AJ personally. They're friends, so he's going to mm-hmm. have a, a different perspective than an average fan out there. And, and maybe we'll talk to him about uh, what happens. But, but also, he's very truthful. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, this guy does not sugarcoat anything. I don't care if he's your best friend. He's going to tell you how he feels. So we'll get his perspective on the fight. And what happens next for both fighters? So let's, let's talk to the uh, former cruiserweight champ of the world, our guy. It's Tony Bellew. What's going on, guys? How have you been? Great, good, man. Good, Thanks. Man. Listen, so much to talk about, Tony. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, we... we been talking to a lot of quote-unquote boxing experts, also fans of the sport, but not too many people can give an opinion that comes from your perspective. A gentleman that not, has not only been in a ring with uh, Usyk, but just ha- ha- you're a former world champ. You know what it's like to lose and be in that position. But the breakdown, I guess people are calling it a mental breakdown or uh, you know emotions overflowing for Anthony Joshua after the fight. Can you give us a perspective of what he was going through mentally, why was his pride so hurt, and how do you recover from that? Okay, first and foremost, let's look at uh, why he's gone back to the ring. His pride dented. That's the first thing, first and foremost. Mm. He's put his whole life and soul and body into this camp. Literally everything he's possibly got is riding on this fight. And and he goes into the fight 100% believing he's going to win. When it doesn't go his way, he's got two things working against him. Mental and physical exhaustion. Both of them are against him at this stage because he's he's exhausted all his energy. He's exhausted every thought, mind, everything in his body and his being is, is out there and, and he's lost. And the disappointment, the heartbreak and all of it is a culmination of things. I can, he's just, he's heartbroken, man. It's as simple as that. There's no, all of a sudden now everyone's a psychologist. <laughs> everyone's uh, you know always going through this he's feeling that no the man is just disappointed he's heartbroken and you know what he's made the mistake yeah. he, he didn't in my opinion go too far I just thought it was it was the timing of of when he done it I mean it was Alexander Usyk's moment I fully agree with that and he should have been given his moment but at the same time this boy 
has been living his life under a microscope for a decade now. Since 2012, Anthony Joshua has been living under a microscope from the media in this country. He's the poster boy of how many different companies, whether it's Lynx, whether it's Under Armour, whether it's just LucasAid. He is the face for all of these different major brands. And his every move is scrutinised. At some point, it was going to happen. It's just unfortunate that when he's not broke, I'd say, but when he's had his moments, it's in front of millions. We all have our moments, guys. You've had the back, but I've had many. Yes. 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 Unfortunately for AJ, his was in front of millions. It only shows he's human, in my opinion. And, and yeah. I'm gutted it's happened at that stage, but ultimately it has happened. And, and many more and many worse things have happened in boxing. Very well said. Very well said. And nice perspective. And thank you for that. Because we all go through those times. Exactly. But his just happens to be magnified because he's a star. I, I think that in the first fight, you're upset. You're lost. But in the back of your mind, you know that there's a rematch. And there's a possibility of getting those three belts that you worked so hard and actually won them individually to get. After this fight, I think it was the hardest loss he ever had. Harder than the other two. Because in this in this particular loss, it's like, I really lost these belts and I might not ever get them back. And that's harder to swallow, I think, from um, by the young champ. I agree. But to a certain extent of, of, yes, it's a lot more, this loss is a lot more final. The first one, it's a shock to the system. You, you didn't expect what he was going to do. This time, yes, he knows exactly what he went into. He knew what he, he knows, you know, how the fight was going to pan out in his mind. But ultimately, once again, and I'll point to it, mentally, he believes he was going to win. Yeah. And it, he's certain when he's walking to that ring, he know he thinks I'm getting my belts back. This is just Andy Ruiz all over again. The, the mm. pressure, the and it just gets to him. But like I've said before, he's human. Yeah. I'm happy that it's actually happened to him because it shows that this guy isn't superhuman. We can yeah. all have our moments, and he is exactly the same as us. And you know the saddest part about this, he he wants to be better, and he wants to be and portray himself as great and, and as brilliant as he does. And I know because I've spoken to him since the fight, and he's so disappointed that he's come across like that because I know him, and I've known him a long time, since when he was an amateur. And that wasn't AJ. That's just frustration. That's just heartbreak of a man mm-hmm. pouring his heart out. And I'm already I'm here, oh, it's mental health, this, mental health, that. He ain't painting that picture. The guy's just got pissed off. Yeah. And vented his anger. And I'm glad you brought, that not I'm glad you brought up <laughs> right, the fact exactly. that it hasn't been the worst thing either. I mean, we've seen breakdowns in and outside the rings around the boxing for years. And, and it's true to some degree, yes, the time was off, but those same folks that are, are criticizing him for this are the ones that were saying, oh, this guy's like a robot. He's media trained. He doesn't show no real emotion. He's not a real person. It doesn't get any realer than that, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, Tony, I have this question for you. Watching that fight, me, uh, you know, dissecting it, I, I definitely thought that AJ uh, was, was a better AJ, more assertive, more confident. He did a lot of good things in that fight. Now, does he go back and watch that fight and say, man, uh, does that maybe build this confidence up? Like, look, I almost beat this guy. Had I not gassed out after the ninth and blowing my load in the ninth, I had nothing left for 11, 12, uh, 10, 11, and 12. I would have won that fight. Does that, can that, watching this fight, would have helped him in confidence-wise? 
Well, he does a better job second time round than he does first, so he shows drastic improvements. Yeah. Whether that's down to a trainer or whether that's just down to he's been in there with him now and he knows what to expect and what to anticipate from Alexander Usyk, I don't know. But he showed massive improvements. As I said, for my opinion, he had a fantastic coach in Robert McCracken first time round, and he's got a fantastic coach in Robert Garcia. It always falls at the fighter's feet, and he knows that, and he gets it. Uh, I think going forward, he needs he needs a break. I know him, and I know he wants to get back in the gym straight away, literally today. He wants to go back to the gym, and he wants to start working. He's got to decompress. He's got to come away from this crazy media world that surrounds him and just take a moment to reflect. This boy has come so far in record speed. Guys, this, this boy won an Olympic gold medal in record time, and I think it was like 35 amateur bouts. He's Olympic champion. Mm. Amateur world silver medalist, the number two amateur in the world going into the Olympic Games, only lost to Roberto Camarel. He goes into the pro game with so much pressure so much yeah. things going on because when he wins Olympic gold in his home country it, it, it blows up 10 times bigger than someone winning Olympic gold somewhere else so I remember when my friend James DeGale won Olympic gold in Beijing in 2008 mm -hmm. and it was massive he comes home to a hero's welcome it was great but when you see AJ win an Olympic gold in London 2012 trust me the, the size and the enormity of it is huge he's, he's like He's, he's a king already and he's had to live under that microscope for so long and the pressure, it's just big fight after big fight after big fight. I just want to see him come back, pick for once, pick a perfect opponent for you. Go and pick the right fight for you. Not the fight that fans demand, not the fight that everyone wants to see. Yes, it'll be exciting. Do you know why it'll be exciting? Because Anthony Joshua's in the ring and Anthony Joshua is exciting. So it doesn't matter who is in the other corner, it's going to be exciting. And you know what? Millions are going to tune in and want to see it. But for once, put yourself first because all as this boy's done since the day team professional is please everyone. Right. I think that's and wise. I think that's wise. I think um, so it's if you think to, about it- before, It's safe to say, you, you, sorry, Barack, but I have to get this out. It's safe to say that you don't want to see Joshua against Wilder, which is what everybody's talking about. You don't want to see that next, Tony. Of course I want to see it. No, I'm going to say, but not next. No, that's not in his best interest without a shadow of a doubt. Gotcha, Why are you going gotcha. to go from one kill about to another kill about? Who does that? Tyson I mean, he, do he, he does that. <laughs> he, he, he does that, you know, and think about it. Before he fought Charles Martin, he was still saying he has some time before he gets to that pinnacle. He gets to that place. So everything was moving a little in his mind. I believe everything was moving a little too fast. It's just that he, he was forced to man up. He became a champion by beating Charles Martin, who wasn't a super threat at the time. And then he got that bullseye on his back and he was just forced to man up and say, you're ready. So is it bad to say right now, maybe Anthony Joshua should take that time that he wanted even way back then and get those other fights out, become come back a little bit more confident and then return back to the top? Yes and no. As, as, as a fighter, as a specimen, as an athlete, He's unbelievable, and he's getting better all the time. As you can see, in different fights throughout his career, he's, he's constantly improving. He's not reached his, his peak yet. Mm. There's still a long way to go. And as I've said before, because things have happened so quickly for him, everything gets excelled. Uh, the, the opponents have to get better. I mean, this guy went on a run, uh, you know, off the top yeah. of my head, it goes 
Charles Martin. Uh, I can't even remember who the first defense was, but it was was it Brazil? I don't know if it was Eric Molina. Yeah, it could it could have been was it Brazil. Brazil or Molina. I think Molina was before, so it was Brazil. Molina, but then Brazil. you look at it, guys. He goes from winning the world title, then he goes to the likes of Joseph Parker, then to the likes of Vladimir Klitschko, then yeah. from the likes of Vladimir Klitschko, it's like, it's Olympic gold medalist, it's former yes. European world champions, it's yes. it's champion after champion, or former champion, and then it's, it, there's just so many names, and then it's Pulev, then it's Pavekin, then then it's Usyk, and it just, it's Andy Ruiz, sorry, then it's an Andy Ruiz rematch, where his career's on the line again, it's huge pressure after huge pressure, but the funny thing is, no one else is doing this, it's only him, because let's just be brutally honest here. Deontay Wilder's Deontay Wilder, and I'm not going to bring him down anyway because he's a he's a dangerous fight. He's probably the most dangerous heavyweight in the world. But let's be brutally honest here. What is the best W on Deontay Wilder's record? Lewis Ortiz. The man's 105. Right. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but you know. No, he, I'm, I I understand he's 105, but he's like Pavekin. Pavekin was dangerous when he fought yeah. the, um, Anthony AJ. Joshua. Anthony Joshua yeah. didn't get the credit he probably deserved, but he showed mm. how dangerous he really was when he knocked out Dillian White. So he did. I think he, I think Lewis Ortiz is like that. He's Lewis Ortiz, old, yeah, but, but he's very dangerous. But you also have to look at what Joseph Parker is now doing at the moment. Joseph Parker is is in really good, rich form, and, and he's doing mm. well. Well, Anthony Joshua was the first guy to beat Joseph Parker, undefeated world champion. Mm-hmm. And then, as I say, after after he beats him, he goes, and I'm not going to dress it up in any way, he loses a fight to Andy Ruiz, which he never should have lost. But... It's just big fight after big fight. He doesn't ever get a break, guys. Even the, the brilliant Tyson Fury fights the likes of Tom Schwartz. Imagine if Anthony Joshua's next fight was against Tom Schwartz. Everyone would go crazy. Or Everyone would go absolutely yeah. crazy. You should all go nuts. You know we would. So why why is it different for AJ and, and different for Fury? If he's yeah. the best heavyweight in the world, why is he fighting the likes of Tom Schwartz? No question about that. And to your point earlier, it's not only you know so much pressure in the ring. Even in between fights, this guy has a microscope on him the whole time. I want to shift gears really quick, Tony, and, and let's talk about the guy who had a, a, a great performance in Alexander Usyk, right? I mean, there's no other fight that at least I want to see uh, outside of Usyk versus Fury. We also saw what Fury uh, put out there on social media in terms of accepting that fight. Uh, at his size, Usyk, you shared the ring with him. You've been expressive about how great he is and nobody knows like you. Can he beat guy of the size and skill level of Tyson Fury. Yes, he can. Mm. Yes, he can. Do I think he will? I'm not so sure, but yes, he can. <laughs> he can beat anybody. <laughs> this guy's 20 stony, six foot nine. How do you beat him? Even if you get close to him and, and, and you're outboxing him, he, he's just so big. And, and he's, he's the, the guy's got the feet of, of a light heavyweight, the footwork. So, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, Alexander Usyk is better than every single department. His feet are better. He's quicker. He's sharper. His punch output is far greater. You know, his array of punches is far better. What about his better. defense? I think Tyson Fury has really, really good defense. He does. He does be, but he's just so big. How can you miss him? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. He's, he's huge. And, and I know because I've been around him. I've, I've sparred mm-hmm. him as amateurs. Mm-hmm. He's a brilliant, amazing fighter. And, and his greatest asset is he relaxes. This is why he never ties. This is why he gets mm-hmm. up after knockdowns. Heavy knockdowns too is because he relaxes when he fights. He's at peace when he's fighting. Yes. And that is the big, big difference. Usyk is very similar. Usyk has a style 
and a, and a way of fighting that he's that he's built up over decades. This guy is, is like a sparred as an amateur in Ukraine. I knew exactly how good he was the minute I got out the ring with him because he just bamboozled me with his footwork. You know, the, nobody's the, this... ever pointed that out, Tony. I'm glad you said that. Uh, you know, I remember as a kid training, my trainer used to always say, you're going to, you know, when you're anxious, you get tired quicker. You have to learn yes. how to relax. Yep. And you're the first person to ever point that out about Fury. And now as I'm thinking back at the fights, he's never tense. He's never mm -hmm. anxious. And maybe that's why his conditioning, even at 270, is so great fighting 12 rounds. How do you master that? That's just purely down to relaxation. He's at, he's comfortable in the boxing room, whether you're throwing punches at him, whether he's home throwing punches at you. It's not hard for him. He's a, he's a, he's a fighting man. He's a natural fighting man. Yeah. It's like people will look at the likes of the, the, the greatest fighter to ever box, in my opinion, the greatest fighter of all time is Roy Jones Jr. How easy and simple did he make it look as when he was on top? Like, it was never hard for him. And, and he would be fighting some of the best guys. And, like, watch Roy Jones Jr. against James Tony, and, and tell me it's, like, the greatest chess match you'll ever see. Mm -hmm. And Roy just ain't getting tired. Yeah, yeah. And no, it's he's purely unbeatable. because they relax. He's literally unbeatable. It's like Floyd. Floyd is so amazing because he's constantly relaxed. He avoids, he slips, he rolls, he slides. If you can relax in a boxing ring when you're under the most intense pressure. Trust me, I don't care who you're facing because I know this and I'll state this and I've said it before and I'll say it again. Anthony Joshua is the best athlete the heavyweight division has ever seen. And people say to me, so why does he tire? Purely because it's of that relaxation. You can be the fittest man in the world, but if you're tensing and loading up on punches, you are going yeah. to tire. That is Absolutely. a given. I don't care how fit you are. You put AJ on a track with any heavyweight in the world, he will beat them. You get him lifting weight, he will beat them. You get him to jump a certain height, he will beat them. So with all them attributes taken into context, the only thing now that's missing is that relaxation when you are in a ring under pressure, under fire. And that's the greatest asset and tool Tyson Fury has. That is why he doesn't tire. He's at peace with himself. He is in sync with himself when he's in a ring, and that's why he gets up from the crazy knockdowns he does. Can you teach that? Can AJ learn no. that? I think, I think, I, I think you can because it also comes from a, a great level of confidence. It's just maybe that's not AJ. AJ is not as super confident as Tyson Fury, perhaps. But I think when a man is confident and a man is not scared to lose and he doesn't care, it's kind of hard to make that man uneasy. And that's, you see, that's Tyson Fury and everything he does. He just doesn't care. He goes in there 100% thinks that he's going to win. And if he, and if he's facing adversity, it does not scare him one bit. He calls himself a barbarian. He proves it every time. I think what you'll find now going forward with AJ is the weight of the world is off his shoulders. Mm -hmm. you will see a different man when he gets in that ring next time because you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I lose again? Okay. Exactly, exactly. A big, you go. big weight is lifted off his shoulders. And mm -hmm. while I, I do agree with B to a certain extent of, yes, it can be, it's never going to be he's so relaxed that his shoulder all slips, slides, <laughs> back. That, that, that's just not going to be his style. Right, right, but right. if he can be in there and relaxes in enough as punches are coming and and, and I'm not <clears throat> that kind of because yeah. that's what drains fighters missing with heavy shots yeah. and AJ throws shots to hear people yeah. Fiori will set stuff up with slaps taps clips everything else and then every now and again it'll be one boom right on yeah. the side of the ear with a big hook yeah. 
if AJ can add them kind of things to his game, which I know he can, it's just going to take time and patience and belief. Then I tell you, he's the ultimate package. He isn't. This boy is not finished. He yeah. has a long, long way left. Tony, you know, the, the, the thing with AJ is that he didn't get the luxury of starting when he was a little kid. He didn't get that luxury. So now a lot of times when Fury makes a move and he slips a punch, he didn't think about that. It just Reflex. happens. Reflex. It happens second nature. <laughs> Anthony's at that point where he's still thinking. He's still mm -hmm. thinking. And you can see him thinking in there, even though against lesser opposition, it looked very masterful. It looked very, very technical. But against guys like this, against guys like Usyk, who also has a very, very long amateur pedigree, mm -hmm. it, it gets, you know, it's just a little bit tougher for him because you're thinking and the other guy's doing it naturally. He's so yeah. hard to figure out. After nine rounds on Saturday night, I had mm. Usyk five forward up after nine rounds. Okay. Mm. And AJ in that ninth round has the best round that anyone's ever had against Usyk. The guy's visibly hit. Right. The body shots have been felt. And then he does what Usyk does. He comes out straight away and puts it on you because at that 10th round when he comes out, anyone would be thinking, right, listen, you need to take a breather now. Take the sting out of his shots, move away. No. What he does is he puts it on you. He puts you on the back foot. He puts the pressure on you. Wow. And before you know it, you're now exhausted as if like you lost that ninth round. That ninth round was huge for you. The only difference on Saturday night was when AJ comes out for round 10, he just needs to punch with him. When he starts letting go, his hands go, because he was letting go four and five punch combinations in round 10. Mm -hmm. You've just got to go with him and, and hope one lands and then that's yeah. the fight done. But right. that's the kind of fine margins guys and experience in that 10th round that's all as it is that little bit more experience and he will have learned it'll kill him right now but he'll have learned so much mm -hmm. on Saturday night against Alexander Usyk mm -hmm. I genuinely believe that boy is he is pound for pound number one there's no question mm -hmm. he, he's, he's on another even level. over Terrence Crawford I, I'm sorry guys I have but, to do but Tony wow. I mean, but, but Tony he beat that. the same guy Again, yeah. So can that's you the only part that? I don't agree with. You know, if you beat mm. the same guy, I don't think that brings you up higher, unless mm. you probably beat him way better. You knock him out or something. Mm. But um, I, I do understand what you're saying. I, I I think it was a great performance. Actually, in that tenth round, when he came out, I thought he was trying to mentally stop the momentum of yeah. of Joshua and mess up his psyche. I didn't really know that he was going to really go at him for that yeah. almost that entire round. Yeah. So that that was incredible. When, when the smoke. When it's something he's done in his career. Be sorry, Ach. it's something he's done in his career. When I boxed him, I think mm -hmm. the best round I had against him was in the fourth or fifth. And the guy come out and then crunched me forward in the sixth. Uh, and he's just, he's a phenomenon. I, I give him so much credit. As I say, I've fought some brilliant guys. I've sparred some amazing guys. He is another level over everyone I ever shared the ring with. I've shared the ring with some, some brilliant Cubans. I've been sparring in different countries all around the world. He's another level. And it's that, just it's the way lot. he moves. That's saying a lot coming from you. You know, uh, when there's all when the smoke clears and AJ's head is together and you know he he's back on track, is Robert Garcia still next to him? I don't know. I can't speak for him. Well, I mean, and and I don't really care to 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 divulge his information or the things we no, speak about. You. But no, I, is it, do you think is the best word? I, do I think, uh, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. One thing I do know is he's the boss. <laughs> he's the guy who takes the punches. So ultimately yeah. he's the guy who's got to make the decisions. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. People, 
in this business and in this game uh, create jobs for themselves at every step of the way. When you have a team the size of AJ's, everyone all of a sudden has got a job. Right. Always remember, the ultimate job is to stop your man getting hit and punched in the face. Yeah. He's the boss. He's the right. guy who needs to make the decision. So, yes, we all need the training. Yes, we all need a strength, condition, a coach, a mama, all these things. Yes, but just pick what's best for you because you're the boss. Without you, there is none of this. So, Amen. he'll be back, man. I have no doubts in my mind whatsoever. And I genuinely do believe he will learn so, so much from Saturday night. But right now, I know he's heartbroken. And, and I'm... I'm I'm just gutted that it happened on the way it did, but ultimately, what a man to come out because I'll tell you something, he's a better man than I am. I couldn't have came out and apologised to the world like he did. Mm. It, the way he'd done it and came out and just owned up and, and just held his arms up, such a, you know, that's so hard to do, guys, because he didn't know no one an apology besides Alexander Usyk. Right. That's the truth of the matter. You know, I think back way back to, and I've seen some crazy stuff. I remember Mike Tyson standing on a stage and saying, um, I, I, I'll left you to, to you love me, yeah, white yeah. boy. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. it like it was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. He so didn't go I. down that route. I mean, I've seen so many different things in press conference. I've seen whether it's two fighters scrapping, throwing tripod cameras at each other. Just so many crazy things. Fighters fighting on rooftops. Yeah. Uh, he didn't drag the game into disrepute in any way, shape, or form. And before people say, okay, drop the belts and stuff like this, it shows you even he's capable of making mistakes because this guy's the poster boy for everything and everyone thinks he's super perfect. Yeah. He's had a moment where he's going, you know what? I'm just going to say, fuck this. And he's had enough. Yeah. And everyone in this moment, anyone judging on social media, and I'm, I've got to address a couple of idiots in the morning on things <laughs> like talk sport, uh, Anyone trying to be, be, you know, degrade this guy and drag him down even further, have a look at yourself because show me a perfect person, I'll show you a liar. Yeah. Yo, the only thing he did was take Usyk's moment. That's it. Like, yeah. so what he was mad. Yeah. So what he threw his own belts. Like, yeah. so look, look, what? People that have no pressure and, and no, mic uh, no microscope on them yeah. break down worse than that. So imagine a guy that has that all on his shoulders, man. I agree with you, uh, Tony. I couldn't agree with you more. I think he'll be back and better than ever. He'll learn from this. Um, and, and we'll see what Usyk and Fury decide to do. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Chet, man. Aqua Rock, Tony Bellew. Cheers, Chet. Thanks for having me, guys. I'll catch you soon. All right, sir. Look, Barack, I know we were going to get great opinion, great perspective from Tony, man. I mean, that conversation could have went on all day when we chopped it up for, for about 20 minutes with Tony. So I can't wait to see what, what's next for AJ and Usyk. Absolutely. The only thing I didn't agree with, obviously, was just that, you know, if you beat the same guy, I don't know how that moves you up further if you don't do something spectacular like knock him out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. That, that's it. But I, I love his insight. I love and, that he's emotionally invested and connected, but he's still able to tell the truth. Yeah, and he's connected, you know, to both fighters to some degree. And I agree with you, Barack, and and in fact, there's an argument, uh, there's a case for him beating AJ better the first time. <laughs> so uh, the performance was not even as good as the first time to some people. So how do you go up in, in the Papa Palace if, if you almost lost it to, to the guy? All right. I'll tell you one thing, though. It does prove you're already high on the pound for pound list, but at least you proved that it was no fluke. 
Right, right. AJ came prepared, you still won. And that solidifies you at least as a heavyweight champion. You are actually a heavyweight champion. There's no fluke. There's no nothing. You're good. I, I echo that. All right. Uh, let's move on, man. It's going down. Let's break down KSI and his two opponents in the Zone X Series premieres this Saturday. With KSI not fighting one, but fighting two opponents in the same night. One fight fell through. Barack, I don't know whose genius idea was this. And uh, it seems dangerous, but Swarms is a guy that's not experienced. But then he's fighting a real professional fighter with seven fights. Way more experience than he has at the end of the night. So that's interesting. I mean, I don't know if it's a mistake, if it's a good marketing thing, Barack. Uh, hey, but he's been out the ring for three years. I think it's good marketing. I think it's good marketing. On, on one hand, it sucks because he's the first one to do it. Think about this. Uh, mm. Growing up, we've heard many, many fighters say, I'll fight you both the same night and beat mm. you both. Tyson Fury just recently said it. You know, Many fighters have said this for years since I was a little kid. It's just never done. It's a fantasy. Right. KSI, who's not really in our world, our boxing world, mm -hmm. he gets to do it first. So I'm a little jealous. Don't be hating. Don't be hating on KSI. I'm, I'm, a, little He's a, I'm a little jealous that a, you know <laughs> that a, that a seasoned boxer didn't get the chance to do something as crazy as this. But anyway, I think it's a good tool. I think it's smart. I, I think it's smart for him to fight. The YouTuber first, because you, you, more than likely you're going to beat him. You get all of that time with those other six fights with Sensei and King Kenny and all of them. And then you get to fight the Pineda last because you might just lose. But it's OK to lose at the end of the night. The only thing I don't think was cool about this whole thing was KSI saying still talking junk about Jake Paul. Because if you're talking about Jake Paul and you're not fighting him, that kind of makes you look bad. Yeah, just talk, I would say he, it's smart for him to just concentrate on, hey, I'm fighting two guys. That's it. You know, but Rod, let me, let me backtrack really quick. You mentioned about, you know, wanting uh, this to happen in boxing. This is boxing. And when I think about all the amateur tournaments and the sparring session that fighters have, they'll fight, they'll spar 12, 14 rounds with four or five different guys. That's true. I think it can be done in a professional fight, especially if Spar a guy not taking any damage with the small gloves. Yeah, no sparring is different than fighting, though. You no, I understand no gloves, that, but no I'm saying if, if, if you're not taking pun, if you don't take punishment in one fight, I think a fighter should be able to fight. I mean, can is capable of fighting again in the same. Night. I mean, that is a now, good point, but let's give credit where credit's due. It happened in the UFC, you know, okay. the tournament tournament style. You know, I grew up in martial arts. I fought mad people in one night, you know, so UFC did the same thing. You know, Gracie would fight two, three fights in one night to get, to be called the champion, you know, so it can happen. So, so is it safe to say that KSI is making history here? I mean, he's making history the first it, it, professional yeah. boxer to fight two different I, I get, I get, I get. I guess so, but you know what? It's still separate. The zone has it separate as the zone X series because they understand that this is not a card full of boxers. Now, Jake Paul is somebody who came from the YouTube world, but he's a legit he, he's trying to be a legitimate boxer. He hasn't fought one yet, but he's trying to be a legitimate boxer. He's training like one and he's trying to get these fights, tried to even fight Rachman, and that was commendable. You right. know, I don't know what route KSI is going to take just because he wants to fight or he says he wants to fight Jake Paul doesn't mean he wants to make a career out of this. Look, I know you I know you said it made sense to fight Swarms first and then later on in the night fight Luis Pineda, but I don't know. I mean, I think if your condition isn't great, I would prefer to get the toughest task in front of me done first round, fresh you know, fresh off of training, 
dehydrating, you know, fresh over rehydrating myself, go out there and give my best performance. And the guy that I'm not expecting to be that much of a threat, you know, disrespect the swarms, but there's the lack of experience there. I'll take care of him later on. I mean, oh, that's how man. I would. That's scary, though. That, that's scary. Yeah, maybe you, but we're, we're talking about he might lose that fight. KSI might lose that fight. You don't want to be the opening act and lose, you know, <laughs> especially when you're supposed to be the closer of the evening. So right. close at the end. I think it's better having Pineda at the end because he might lose. But how much credit can you really take away from KSI from losing to a boxer? No, I mean, you can't, you can't take really anything. take any from him. But I'll tell you one thing, and, and, and this is very important. This is, uh, I guess, I, I don't want to say make it or break it, but if KSI is going to continue to call Jake Paul out and continue to attack him and, and you know, more power to him, he wants to create a big fight, he's going to have to beat Luis Pineda. Because if he loses to a Luis okay. Pineda, that fight goes down the drain, in my opinion. Maybe it still has know. an audience. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, don't but, know. but, but. I feel you on that, though. Jake Paul is coming off of five victories, right? Knockout victories. And I know the, the opponents have, uh, you know, gradually right. gotten better. been boxers. Yeah, okay. But they've been, yeah. Listen, he's been trying to fight boxers. All right? That's true. He, I he get, that's the credit he, I give him. I give him that. He tried to fight boxing. Tommy Fury. But, but, tried but, to fight Again, Batman. again, again. Um, I would probably, without, no disrespect to Luis Pineda, but without... Watching him. Don't say it. Don't say <laughs> no, it. No, no, hold on. I'm going to say, say it. it. I'm going to say it. Don't say I'm it. I'm going to go on a limit. Don't say it if you've never seen the fight. I, I don't care. I'm the guy, the the guy wasn't on HBO. So what? He wasn't on ESPN. He wasn't on the zone. Tyron Woodley is probably better than Luis Pineda. Stop. We don't know that. We don't I'm know guessing. that. I'm guessing. So I'm not taking I'm not taking any credit away from those wins, uh, from Jake Paul's wins uh, against uh, Woodley. N nevertheless, look. Off of Jake Paul, back to KSI. He has to make a statement against Pineda, who's a professional fighter with experience, in order no. to build that mega fight up, even so it can be a bigger fight against Jake Paul. Barack, let's no. be honest. If no. he loses to Pineda, mm -hmm. I mean, how many YouTube fans and boxing fans are going to be salivating over that fight? People That's can it. say, oh, man, there's no way that he's going to beat Jake Paul. If he looks impressive... And maybe even stops Pineda, that builds that fight even no, more. No, but that's that's a good question. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying um, he 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 doesn't have to win. I'm saying you're saying he has to make a statement. I'm saying just winning is a statement. So well, normally I mean in boxing, when we say a statement, we mean All right, oh, it got to be boxing. a dominant is, fight, got to be a is, knockout. This is the Zone X series, brother. Right? You mentioned it earlier. So yeah. when I say statement, when I'm talking the Zone X, I mean win. All right. Oh, get the heck out of here. Get the <laughs> heck out of here. Listen, all KSI got to do is just win because then he has what's called bragging rights because he actually got a chance to fight a boxer and beat a boxer first. And you and, know he's going to say that. And then to add a little extra sauce on a sandwich, he'll go on. Uh, I mean, if he fights and beats Swarms, he can say that in addition to that. And I fought another guy just to, you know, yeah. to warm up. You know what would be crazy, though? If KSI was to fight Tommy Fury after this. Let's say oh, he God. beats Pineda and then he fights Tommy Fury. I, right, then I, we got a whole other conversation. <laughs> no, that I'm just saying. That would be kind of crazy, though. That would be right. kind of crazy, you know? But listen, uh, make sure you guys, for, for this uh, a special event, this is Premier the Zone X Series. There's going to be tons of fights on the cars. The pay-per-view is not $80, $90. It's going to be priced well. 
Well, oh. here in America, it's nine ninety nine. That's all I got to pay. Yeah, how cheap is that? I mean, you, you can't even go to a fast food restaurant and, and get a meal. You know, with some. Stop it! I don't like paying pay per view at all. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. You know, but when I saw it was nine ninety nine, I was like, okay, man, we can I can't do even get two slices and a soda for nine ninety nine. You guys better jump on this. I eat pizza on the 27th. Don't miss it live here on The Zone. That's our show for today. Peace and love. Stay safe. We're out of here.